Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1519, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, if you want to know more about me and my credentials and why I call myself Dr. Neil, definitely check out the first Q&A episode from earlier this month. That's where I go into more details about that. But for now, I'm going to spare you from all that background information and jump right into today's audio question as we optimize your life. I've been a vegan now for over a year, but I'm wondering, are there any health benefits or non-benefits or bad reasons to be having fake vegan meats? Would love to know because I'd like to know if I should take it out of my diet or is it okay to keep it in just once in a while? Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to send me your question, Rebecca. I still remember when I was in school training to become a registered dietitian nutritionist, one of the classes I had to take in order to graduate was one called Vegetarian Nutrition. As the class went on, I couldn't help but feel like my professor was really biased. My professor never seemed to discuss any of the potential drawbacks to following a vegetarian or vegan diet. Now, don't get me wrong, following a vegetarian or vegan diet can be a really healthy pattern of eating. But there are instances, just like with anything, when a person may be following a healthy lifestyle like a vegetarian or vegan diet, but still be at risk for certain health problems. And again, just like everyone else, vegan, vegetarian, or omnivore, they may be at risk for certain nutrient deficiencies. I'll give you an example. This is an example I've actually experienced in my practice. A patient comes to me and says, Dr. Neil, you'll be so happy. I've decided to become a vegetarian. And so I'd say something like, okay, so let's talk about what you've been eating. They'll say, sure, for breakfast, I have a bowl of oatmeal. For lunch, 
I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and for dinner, spaghetti with marinara sauce. Okay, let's stop for a second and think about this. Oatmeal, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, spaghetti. This isn't a vegetarian diet, it's a carbitarian diet. I mean, besides the marinara sauce, there isn't anything close to a vegetable in sight. But then there's another version of this patient. Let's try this one. Dr. Neal, you'll be so happy. I've decided to become a vegan. I would say something like, okay, so let's talk about what you've been eating. They'll say, sure. For breakfast, I had vegan sausage with whole wheat toast. For lunch, a tofurkey sandwich made with vegan turkey. And for dinner, spaghetti with marinara sauce and vegan meatballs. Okay, so in this case, yeah, the person is following a vegan diet. But is it a good idea to consume so many of these processed vegan meats? And in fact, this was the question I asked my professor. If a person were to follow a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle and much of their diet consisted of these plant-based meat substitutes, would that still be considered a nutritious diet? Unfortunately, my professor responded with an unclear, kind of rambling response. And this was probably because there weren't a lot of studies on this topic, and sadly, there still aren't. But, Rebecca, I was able to find a very interesting study that relates to your question. Australian researchers wanted to examine the nutrient content of some of these meat alternatives. Again, I should mention that many of these meat alternatives are plant-based and are often made with soy, beans, lentils, and even some grains. Now, what the researchers found was that when compared to the actual meat, many of these plant-based meat alternatives were generally lower in calories, lower in fat, and lower in saturated fat. Now, this is good news so far. We typically want to eat foods that are filling, but lower in calories and lower in potentially harmful fat. But they also found that these meat substitute products were usually higher in carbohydrate, sugars, which is a type of carbohydrate, and sodium when compared to real meat. In fact, 96% of the sampled products contained over 1,200 milligrams of sodium per 100 gram serving. On top of that, very few of these meat substitute products had enough essential micronutrients like vitamin B12, iron, and zinc. Animal products are naturally good sources of vitamin B12, iron, and zinc, but plant-based sources usually aren't. So those that follow a vegetarian and vegan diet are at risk for developing certain nutrient deficiencies. We've known this fact for years. Vitamin B12, iron, and zinc deficiencies are quite common among those that follow a vegan or vegetarian diet. So based on these results, the Australian researchers said that nutrition guidelines may need to be followed more closely when creating these meat substitutes so that their nutrient content is more aligned with real meat. But there's also another concern. When you look at some of these meat alternatives and their nutrition facts labels, if you scroll the ingredients list, you'll probably find that they include lots of hard-to-pronounce ingredients. This usually means that they may contain lots of additives and preservatives, you know, things our bodies may not really need. And as of now, there aren't any long-term studies that I've seen on the effects of eating these types of meat substitutes and overall health. If you can believe it, these plant-based meat substitutes have only been around since the 1990s and really only became popular in the last 15 years. So until we have well-designed long-term studies looking at the effects of eating these meat substitutes on overall health, it's hard to know for sure 
how the body will respond. My recommendation is this. Use these meat substitutes sparingly for now, meaning don't make them part of every meal, but sprinkle in these plant-based meat substitutes every now and then when you need a change. Instead, focus on consuming mostly whole foods, foods that closely resemble what they looked like when they were first harvested. Also, if you haven't already, talk to your doctor or a registered dietitian nutritionist about whether you need to start supplementing with vitamin B12, iron, zinc, and also calcium and omega-3 fatty acids just to make sure all of your bases are covered. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again so much for the question, Rebecca. And don't forget, you can send your question into health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want to send in an audio question, just like Rebecca did, we still take those if you go to oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can call in your question. Just dial 61 I love OHD. All right, thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope you have a wonderful start to your weekend, but I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.